What's up, everyone? Welcome to my corner of the internet. I'm your host, Ryan Kramer, and this is Crossover Commerce, presented by Ping Pong Payments, the leading global payments provider helping sellers keep more of their hard-earned money. Each episode on here will feature leaders in the digital space to help entrepreneurs grow their knowledge and understanding of the Amazon and e-commerce world. Let's get started. Happy Monday, everyone. I'm your host, Ryan Kramer, and welcome to another episode of Crossover Commerce, episode 67, presented by Ping Pong Payments. Ping Pong provides marketplace sellers and entrepreneurs global solutions for controlling their domestic and international funds. An account with Ping Pong allows companies to significantly reduce their costs when receiving or making international payments all in one platform, helps increase operational efficiencies, saves time, and allows sellers to manage their business profits from one single source. For more information, check out the show notes in those comment sections below or the links wherever you're watching. Uh, We appreciate that. To learn more information and to save at least 25% on any guaranteed on any FX uh, sending or receiving fees, Go ahead and check out Ping Pong Payments in that link below. Thanks for watching us or joining us live on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, or Twitter, or on our new Crossover Commerce page that just launched this past weekend. Thanks for watching us live, or if you're catching this on audio form later on via Amazon Music, Spotify, Apple, or Google Podcasts, truly wherever you can catch or listen to audio podcasts, we'll be there. Just search Crossover Commerce as well. Uh, Do me a favor and follow, like, and share this episode on social media. Follow, like, and share our social pages as well so you can be notified of when we go live. I go live now four to five times per week with different leaders in the e-commerce and Amazon space so we can bring you the most relevant information uh, as sellers, as entrepreneurs, and as just industry experts as well. That's my job. I want to be just learning just like everyone else. I want to understand what is happening in space and bring you the best and relevant information. Um, But go ahead, and because this is live, we can interact with our audience, so make sure that you comment, um, tell us where you're listening from, or even um, what questions you have for myself or our guests. We'll be able to see those live and answer those as applicable uh, to the show as well. So go ahead and comment in the section below, or if you're catching us on Team Replay, make sure that you tag us in those comments so that we can see them and answer those questions as well. If you get, again, uh, about our guest today, I'm really excited to kick off this week of four guests uh, that will be going live Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday. Our guest today is has been on Amazon for seven plus years, is an eight-figure seller himself, but also is a CEO and founder of a company called Sellerize to help Amazon sellers take their business to the next level. We're going to learn more about that, inform- or about that company and about his journey um, on Amazon e-commerce in general, both the highs and lows of being an entrepreneur, and then also just the fun things that he is going to be uh, talking about. He's got retail, he he just said, I have property I'm buying up right now that's a hot market. He's down there, warm, sunny, Miami. Um, but welcome to the show, uh, Dima Kubrick of Sellerize. Dima, how's it going today, sir? Hey, Ryan, thank you so much for such an amazing invitation. And I'm so happy to be with you guys today. So we'll have a crazy good time. Absolutely. Um, we have a lot of fun on the show. You'll you'll get to catch that with me because I know we've never talked, but I always have fun with my guests on the show. That's that's the whole point. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, like being being in Florida now, it's such an awesome thing, you know. So it's just uh, uh, cool weather and uh, in the beach, you know, fruits. Uh, so that's that's cool. Sounds amazing. <laughs> I'm here in Indiana and in that we don't have that kind of stuff here. Like the closest beach is 
in uh, Lake Michigan, and that's an hour, like uh, three hours north of here, and that's cold this time of year. So no, thank you. Down in sunny Miami, I'm all I'm about that all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're we're actually planning to host a live event here in April. So oh, okay. we'll love to see everybody you know on a live event, like every Amazon seller and e-commerce guys from e-commerce spaces. But it's going to be a real live event, not like not 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 a um, not a Zoom call. So yeah, no more Zoom calls for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. And I know a lot of people are starting to like as like even as this kind of 2020 20 like it's been about a year since we've all had to like ebb and flow with like shutdowns and pandemic and restriction of traveling. And again, everyone who's watching live again, thanks for joining us. I uh, just wanted to give a couple shout outs for people on uh, Scott here on uh, YouTube, everyone from Facebook, Nikolai. And then uh, we have a couple other people just Alex. saying hi. Yeah, ev everyone else. Sorry, I can't personally uh, uh, read Russian so or any other <laughs> <laughs> language besides the United States, but or for English, I should say, but I'm welcome to different audiences around the world. Happy to answer questions that you guys may be listening from. Um, but Dima, you're not from, are you, have you been in Miami long? Like what, what's that been like for you down there in 2020, 2021? Yeah, listen, it was an amazing journey. And um, uh, you remember it was just like a February last year when, uh, when everything started and it was like, Absolutely. hey, like me and my wife was just every day like checking hey there's like some statistics in in china like what, what's going on you know what, what we should be prepared for and then everything hits like a like a brick and a march and i remember like everything got like locked down or shut down we were sitting in the house as well but we, we stay for a few days but then we see ourselves jump like six times some some accounts did like 10 times and we was like uh, nobody wants to come to the warehouse you know to work so we went back to the warehouse start working, packing, you know, like uh, the sales went up like crazy. Uh, I'm glad we was uh, prepared uh, uh, inventory wise because every time before um, before Chinese Christmas, uh, Chinese this holidays coming in February, right. always buy more inventory, you kind of stock up. So this helped us to sustain longer. But some some of our uh, suppliers, unfortunately, fell off and we was uh, uh, forced to change the suppliers in um uh in uh, 2020 you know like some of the big suppliers who was working for a few years um unfortunately you know that some, somebody that didn't sustain any business somebody just uh, increased like some rates crazy and we was saying guys for us not nothing changing you know like we keep continue working so <laughs> um yeah well some yeah some people were lucky with that i think like the planning logistics more seasoned sellers were very much like were okay. I think like it depended on what category you're in. Do you do you share with people what category you sell in? Is that is that something yeah, yeah, that yeah. you tell? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, uh, we sell in grocery. We sell in baby. We sell in industrial. We sell in uh, in, uh we sell in uh, um in musical. We sell in uh, health and supplements. We sell in beauty, and we also wow. sell in uh, uh sport and outdoors. Yeah. So you're not so, staying specific to one category at all. You're you're across the spectrum of Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, uh, right now we developed a team uh, that every Friday, you know, like the team gets together and for six hours we're researching and masterminding new products. So this helps us to speed up because this year we want to launch 300 new SKUs and that's wow. that's need to be like a, like a teamwork. You know, we cannot just do it like individually or like hire a couple of VAs that will do product research and then like uh, guess if it will, will work or not. We want to scale this process for 2021 and just like push forward like it's oops sorry <laughs> i have my I'm, I'm taking a note you know 
And it's just like, like with my energy, you know, it flies here. It's okay. <laughs> On Friday, I knocked all my pins off my desk because my hands went flying and it, it made this big crash. So uh, that's me to being live. You, you, you don't get to like edit that stuff out. It's, it's wonderful. But yeah, I have my notebook as well here as well. So your team, how big is your team right now? This is apart from Sellerize. Let's get into that. You have... You're selling in just.com or where are you where are you as a brand or brands where are you focused on selling your goods yeah like um for us the major channels right now it's usa canada and mexico so this okay. is what north america yeah okay. north america yeah so we're also expanding to european markets but um they, this seems a bit more complex in terms of like taxes and calculations and um and uh, I think Ping Pong is a great, <laughs> great company to help with the with the financial things there. So uh, uh, we also uh, tried Dubai and Australia, and uh, we just got approvals uh, for Japan. Uh, I think we already nice. sent some inventory there. Uh, generally speaking, this is what I do usually when when I try to hit some new market or some new uh, idea. I usually hire someone or find someone in my team who has like additional couple hours of. Uh, work that I can spread or I can delegate some tasks to other guys in my team. And I take mm -hmm. this one person and I say, hey, um, I can give you like one hour per week. And your idea is just entire week. You need to search for this market, what what requirements, what what we need to, to jump in the market. And then once a week, just report to me and I will just give you all resources. But I don't want to be involved in the processes that doesn't make money for myself. So right. <laughs> and, uh, um, and yeah, and for the company. Well, it sounds like your your number one currency is time, right? That that would be for you as a business and entrepreneur. Your time is of most value to you. So, how do you, when you're scaling your business and brands, what is it like for you to like either entrust, you know, other people to do that product and like scaling for you, or do you have to like work them in slowly? What's what's that process for like for you as a brand, a business owner, an entity uh, to scale? Um, you saying about my personal time or other people time? Well, what, either, what, I guess, I guess we'll talk about your time too, because you're like leading the charge on most of these operations. If you, if it, I call them minimum wage activities on, if you don't, there, there's something where people can actually, uh, and I told this, uh, from Mike Zagari of, uh, PPC entourage, he calls them minimum wage activities where other people can take it off your plate. So you can fo focus on the money-making aspect of your business, right? The, the pro new products, the sourcing, the uh, logistics, building out, uh, listings so that you can launch products quicker and easier. Is that what you're truly focused on? What, what's kind of that now that you've right. done this for so many different years, what's that focus for you? Yeah. Uh, let, let me tell you something, you know, every time I'm listening to someone podcast or, Every time I'm reading like a book, like a one thing or something, I like I always feel like this guy is so smart. This guy is just like so well organized and balanced. And sometimes I feel like my company is organized and I have enough team. But sometimes I feel like it's total mess. Like nothing <laughs> can be like organized. And it's just like sometimes I'm sitting like thinking like what I've done, you know, like so many people working and I don't know like what direction we should go. You know, like everybody can uh, can have this like a up and down times, time to time. But it's it's very important to uh, uh, to Anastasia. We're on the live now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So uh, yeah, and uh, uh, you're just pulled different directions. You're pulled like all these different areas, but almost like you are 
you almost have to like refocus yourself and say like, this is, I can do this. Like you've done it. You are doing it. Just almost like that snap back into reality. It's like, I'm going to make decisions and quickly ebb and flow. Right. Is that more like how you're operating? Listen, this is what I've done. I like uh, for the last like two weeks, uh, this is like my, my main book that I'm following, you know, like the traction. I don't know if you've heard okay. about this. Uh, the EOS. I have not. You, you have not? Oh, I'm telling not. you this one. Like if you if you want to scale your company to, let's say, like 200, 300 employees, it's, uh, it's, it's not like what I realized throughout all of these years I'm working. It's like um, I have a like high level of energy but i cannot do everything myself and of course it's it's a common thing that you need to like delegate and do other stuff but how how are you gonna organize how you make sure people who are um who are uh, um, working in your company for the salary how they're gonna perform at the highest level and this will be like i remember like about like nine years ago i met a guy um he was the owner of, of the huge uh, uh track com- tracking company there was uh, selling parts and he was saying to me always like, hey, uh, remember one thing, any employee you will hire, they will work f- uh, like way less than you. And even if you expect they're going to work harder, it's usually never happened only on a short period of time, you know. So right. this this book, uh, Traction, it's basically about um, how to put right people on the right seats. So generally okay. speaking, like. If you if you if I find someone like a great guy like a, like you Ryan and I see how you perform I'm like so excited to see like hey I wish to have a person like you in, in my team uh, as a as an owner or as a as a leader of uh, marketing and a podcast uh, division or content creation division you know like because everything that you told me about your background like everything sounds awesome you know like so I think ping pong <laughs> just just so happy that they have you in a team. So, I hope so. <laughs> that's what, that's why I keep trying to tell myself like I hope I hope they see all that work you're putting in. But and and that's the thing is like if you're passionate about what you do, I think it always makes it more enjoyable to wake up every day and say like I'm going to talk to somebody new I've never talked about today, and this is the mentality I'm going to go in with it. I'm going to learn something new about either e-commerce or just about that person or either networking. That's how I've seen this podcast grow, and I think a lot of people respect that as it's not a webinar. It's like I don't want to go through a boring PowerPoint like those are valuable in the context but if i'm going to spend if people are going to dedicate up to an hour's worth of time i'm going to make it enjoyable interactive but then also informative because every person in this show specifically we talk about perspective no one does the same road twice it's always because of one thing or another a series of decisions that they made that led them up to that point and i think that's what's so fascinating about a brand or a entrepreneur is that there's a reason why they got into this space whether it's I don't want to deal with a nine to five boss or I don't want to, I want to like have a second source of income or I want to see something grow and scale internationally and exit it eventually. Those are the conversations that we have on this show, which is really fun to have with people like yourself. And it's been honestly easier through pandemic because people aren't traveling as much and I know where to find them. So I can just say, message them. Hey, do you want to hop on real quick? Or, Hey, uh, let's find a, an hour's worth of time to talk on the day. So it, that's what's nice about the show. So I appreciate those kind words as well. Um, what, what's been like the most unique challenge for you, Dima, uh, starting off this year? Like, is it just like the quickness and what you're scaling or is it something more like, you know, broader than that? Is it, or I, I should say more specific than that. Is it like my sourcing is, you know, difficult or trying to get products to 
my locations in FBA warehouses, that's difficult. What's been the most unique challenge for you this year? Um, uh, in 2021, you're saying, yeah. In, yeah. Okay, let's take, let's we're, take, we're like, three months, in, we're three months in, so I don't refer back to 2020 too much anymore uh, now. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, for me, I think it's like a consistent challenge of like, uh, um, many things because look, uh, here's, the, here's the biggest thing, biggest thing, like, uh, what I usually like to say, like, imagine like I'm kind of a, um, good size seller, but someone who's just starting their business, it's more, uh, it's more different challenges, you know, like the bigger business are growing the bigger uh, challenges you're facing. So that's why it's uh, sometimes it's good to refer not just to like high level guys and only listen to them, but also go get, get in the groups where people like uh, uh, have just the beginning. Because look, these people like why, why I like to learn from from the beginners, because their eyes are on fire. You just look at them and you, you know, like what advantage they have, like, uh, like, for example, me, I, I, I'm making enough money. Sometimes I get to the like comfort level. So um, for me, it's kind of if I want to launch new new product, you know, like I I have enough budget, you know, like. But for them, one of the advantages they have, like okay, they have a disadvantage. Let's say they don't have enough money, but at the same time, they have advantage. This pure energy that they pumping, and they find in this like a different ways of uh, of squeezing market to the level where they start to make money. And then they accelerate and they start to be, uh, grow the teams, you know, sometimes they get stuck. <laughs> so for me, <laughs> exactly. for me, one of the biggest uh, challenges was because I'm running multiple businesses. It was a, a organizational uh, thing, you know. So for me, like, I, okay, like nowadays it's so popular to sell Amazon businesses. So I asking myself consistently, am, do I want to let it go like some of my companies that I run or do I want to just keep continue building them, building them up? So for me personally, I find out that um, because my life anymore doesn't connect to like financial problems, like I can just keep continue growing my businesses. So uh, of course I can multiply some things, but now after we start this like a weekly calls with my team on Fridays or, or for researching new products and new ideas, I like, I see so many opportunities. I just want to let go all my companies and just start brand new ones because like, uh, it's 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 really challenging when you start a new business. And some people look. Uh, I think there's a cool uh, TED talk on YouTube. You know TED talk. Yeah, yeah, on I know TED what you're talking about. There's some guy or girl. She was she was saying about how to be always happy. And uh, uh, the happiness is in the progress. And the happiness in is on the speed of how fast you can adapt to the new things. Like 2020 happened and this like suddenly with all wearing masks and all this shit going on, you know, like only like Zoom calls and like kids now no going to school. It's like, <laughs> you know, like some, some people really get challenged and like uh, some people like uh, lost a bit of positivity. <laughs> but yeah. uh, some people, did, they adapt faster. Same as me, you know, like I was like, hey, what's going on? You know, like where are we going? Like what if like the entire economy will collapse? You know, like you always ask this question yourself, you know especially if you're sitting on Facebook and watching TV. <laughs> so <laughs> you go down that ugly path of, yeah, get sucked in into like what other people are saying. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So yeah. Like, you know, like after, after all this like pandemic happens, I start to like, I start to mute people who was posting about coronavirus because I just get so frustrated about this, you know, like, and, and I just keep, I want to just keep continue going on, on the progress. So, but anyway, I'm not saying I'm trying to ignore these things, you know, like, but I think 2020 right. is like very promising. So it's, uh, 
So when, when we're talking about like the topic of growing your Amazon e-commerce presence in 2021, what is it for sellers like you who have been around a little bit, where are you looking to grow that presence? Like, uh, I guess like it's where you're looking to grow, but then also like how you're looking to grow. Those are, I would call those two separate entities. Let's, let's focus on the, where you're going to grow. What, what's that growth area look like for you? Is it a different marketplace? Is it different countries? Is it off of Amazon? Where are you looking to grow? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, like we, we actually like uh, um, we actually drop drop it on, like we, we split this on a few things. Like uh, for instance, if we have a product, um, uh, there's two answers we, we need to answer um, uh, on what channels we're gonna sell, and right. the second how we can acquire additional traffic. You know, and the second one it's um, it's uh, like wh- why people are gonna be interested in our brands. So we decide to build a content. So the more content we build right now and more collaborations we build with the influencers and other channels like blogs and forums, the more traffic we get into the um, into the, our Amazon business. We see we see some correlations. The more we just uh, distribute content across uh, social media, the more sales we get into uh, into the Amazon. Even if we're not trying to directly uh, make a purchases of our products right away on the spot. So let's say if we're building some cool content or collaborating with some influencer, uh, even if you're not trying to like give them a link to directly buy our product on Amazon, people still go and check out and we see spikes and sales all the time. We're also looking at like what's our, we're not trying to hit like one specific influencer. We want to see like how broad like we can get like, um, I'll say on English. Um, The micro influencer network. Yeah, yeah. Like for example, one micro influencer has ten thousand followers, but right. one hundred of them have like hundred thousand, yeah. you know, or one million. You're focused on yeah. You're focused on more of that inner entry level influencer, if you will. Like you can spend the resources, the time and effort, focus on you instead of the you know million follower influencer. They make you charge. They charge you like three thousand five hundred dollars for one post or something like that. I, yeah. I've I've worked on that scalability too. So it's it's crazy to think, and I think like friends like. Norm Farrar, uh, Paul Barron, people of the show are constantly touting that too, is work with those micro influencers because those people will like those, they will put their time and effort and energy into you. If it's like images or just content that you can reuse that that's where a lot of people are really touting. So I'm, I'm glad to hear that from you as well. So that's, that's interesting. So you're growing your social following in that regard. Is that more on the branded side? Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, uh, like in our company uh, me and my wife were working together so mm-hmm. it was very challenging for the first few years i'm telling you <laughs> it was like uh, working working with your wife is like uh it's one of the, like challenging things but i i i guys i like i strongly suggest you to to learn how to work together because this way you become like a like a like a machine you know so right. for us, i will i was more like a technical guy and i know how to make money on a short um short short terms you know yeah and uh, my wife she's more like a vision she's like she likes this beauty she know how to organize she's like she know how to put proper signs and colors and uh how to organize all this like a feeds so at this at this she's she's awesome you know she knows how to communicate to influencers and they love to communicate with her like <laughs> me personally like i'm more about like uh uh, calculations and uh, and algorithms and how to make it this and that happen so we kind of uh, we merge our uh, abilities and uh, she basically ha- whole handles all of our social media and uh, i basically holds everything that connects to logistics financials um 
uh, credits, uh, loans, everything. So awesome. So what, what was that like? So you said that it was challenging aspect. Was it just because like your personalities like didn't match in the business world? Like obviously you're married. What was that? What was like the hardest thing to kind of merge the two? And then what was the most surprising thing of like working with your significant other? Cause I, I hear a lot of husband and wife teams that are starting to emerge. Like I had one on the show last thir- uh, Wednesday, um, that they're traveling abroad and before they have kids, they're, they're both on the e-commerce side and selling in different marketplaces. So what was it like with you to, to start that path with your wife? Right. May I ask you, uh, I didn't ask you, are you married? I am married. Yes. And I have a six year old as well. <laughs> Listen, try to tell your wife to do something that, uh, kind of required. <laughs> right. And exactly. uh, you, will, you will hear the, like, uh, response sometimes or try to uh, try to judge her you know like work but that would be kind of complex you know so that that was one of the biggest challenge for us because like um since i was travel a lot to different like uh, seminars and events and i i learned a lot i, I read like tons of books uh i love like self-education and um you know like sometimes like uh, even like when it comes to social media or branding i have a lot of knowledge uh, so some things I never implement, but when someone implemented and show me like completed work, I can say, Hey, that's, that's not how we should work. And, um, like kind of me being adjusted and her being adjusted was kind of the most difficult. I was firing her like three times per week. And we actually, at some point we realized, okay, we have to diff- go different directions in terms of business. She going to run like her, her agency. I'm going to run my company. And you know, like I just call her and say, Hey, you know what? I realized like without you, I cannot build a beautiful company. I cannot like build a billion dollar company. I will be always an Amazon seller. So let's just sit together and like figure out like what our responsibilities and just never, never fight again. So that's uh, <laughs> the communication was open and honest and you know, yeah. you, you had to rely on her. And I think that that was a great uh, way to approach it. That's awesome. So how long have you guys been working together on that business side of things? Uh, next, uh, since the first day we start the business, we actually start together. Oh, okay. everything. Yeah, we was doing everything. You know, like we actually one of the biggest challenge for us was when we get the kids. The kids was also also another challenge because now she was focusing more on kids. I was focusing more on business. But after we hire nannies, it becomes just another freedom. And uh, I would say like the first first year maybe it's more challenging, but after that you kind of get used to it and. And you just like uh, kids bring you so much power and so much energy and so much discipline. Actually, before I was not disciplined at all. Now, like it's like everything goes by the schedule, and uh, you enjoy your life like, yeah, even more. So, going back, going back to the discipline. Uh, yeah, you have to build some specific disciplines in your company, in the commerce uh, business, and the private label business, just to make sure you guys keep continue going. Because you you can be just busy, but you are not productive. And that's the one of the biggest challenge. Like I know a lot of people, they launched few products like a year ago, they start to make some money. And then uh, for some reason, they, they get comfortable level, like comfortable zone, and they not launching new products, they're not improving. And you know, like competition are not sleeping. Like every day there's new courses, new people joining the market. And you know, like um, slowly your products can go down and every product has a cycle. So right. which means, uh, life, life cycle. Yeah. Life cycle is called. So yeah. mm-hmm. like when, you know, like when I remember when, like seven years ago, seven years ago, when I started to sell my, uh, first, my green tea, I was selling matcha and, uh, there was nobody on the market. I mean, like there was only like 
two companies selling matcha. It was uh, almost impossible to do research. <laughs> like it's just one guy and another guy, and that's basically it, you know. And uh, exactly. uh, yeah, and then we, we started uh, one of the Russian like. There's a big Russian group. Um, uh, they used to exist. It's called Sales Hub. Now, like they discontinued their business, I think. But um, they took my product as a um, as an example of the, of a perfect product to launch. And uh, imagine what happened. Like every Russian you were the guy, you were the garlic you were the garlic press seller of <laughs> of them. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> you know, like it, and they and they make like a show uh, show like a showcase study based on mm -hmm. this specific product. Imagine how many like black hat guys, white hat guys, any guys <laughs> start to join this market, and uh, and the sales start dropping and all a bit. Uh, I was I was diversifying my focus to partnerships and it was kind of complex. So I lost kind of part of the market. Now we're gaining back. Not now, but uh, about three years ago, we gained everything back and we become a good seller as well in this specific niche. Uh, I also there there was another product I was launching, uh, the collagen. Uh, and uh, another company, uh, ASM, you know, Amazing Selling Machine, yep. they took my, they took my product again as an example of a perfect listing and a perfect product. And like, what's going on with these guys? You know, why are they always picking me? You know, like, uh, why why they just cannot go and choose some someone else and just like make anyone a else who's a little bit less perfect? Like, come on, guys! <laughs> like, you're taking all your hard work and everyone's gonna start targeting. It. Yeah, the guys at Amazing.com. Yeah, it's it's a. Uh, it, that that's funny to hear, but I mean, with that, it's almost like a compliment, right? You have to take it for what it is. Of they're doing, they're giving, probably focusing not on their own products for that very reason. But you have to say, like, I am doing something right in ebb and flow. So, with that being said, I'm I've always curious to ask Amazon sellers, what is the expectation of like a good product from like launch to maturity to like it being on the market? How long do you expect a product to be a viable? competition competitive product that will continue to bring you money and profitability and then for you to maybe like discontinue it at that certain point what's that timeline pretty much like look like for in your mind i will come back to this answer i just want to uh, finish yeah no problem I yeah you finished yeah no problem yeah, yeah. I, I was just trying to say like uh, guys don't be to stay under radar you know like like when i just started the amazon business i was thinking like everything limited i have to be quiet like what products i'm launching it's absolutely fine the business is so big, you know, like, and, you know, everybody will find their own path. Like, uh, as I'm saying, like, you just need to figure out what type of skills you want to bring to the market and what you want to learn. And this way, everybody will, will find their place under the, uh, how to say, sun? Yeah, under sun. We say this on Russian. Under the sun, yeah. Any product yeah. under the sun, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, as, as I'm saying, you don't have to be number one. I mean, like, unless you, you actually, like, crazy want it, you know. But... Uh, uh, one of my one of my good friends coming back to your answer already, like uh, that uh, yeah. um, to your question that you asked. One of my good friends say like uh, launching a hundred thousand dollars product, you have to do a lot of things right, and there's also have to be like some magic. But uh, launching product that doing ten thousand dollars a month, you just need to like avoid couple mistakes like that people usually do in terms of like product research, keyword picking. Uh, proper P PPC structure, and basically, uh, majority of the people they can hit ten thousand, twenty thousand dollars in sales per month, and uh, with average twenty percent um, margin, you will get additional like three thousand, five thousand dollars a month. I know it's not a lot of money, <laughs> and this right. is the big thing. Like when you go into the Amazon business, you know, like or any type of business, 
you have to know, you have to understand if you come with zero knowledge, <laughs> zero experience because you watch someone um, entertaining and like fun and uh, and cool course or webinar, it doesn't mean you, you become automatically successful and everybody makes money. I know a ton of people losing money on Amazon, but it's, it's not because I think um, wrong expectations and uh, uh, like yeah wrong expectations they they, yeah. they just they feel like they they have to become millionaire in one year and it, it, it doesn't happen you know that they feel like for a year they're already losing money but if you keep continue going i know so many other examples when people was uh launching first product they lose they lost money second product third product but they was just keep continue going and they just uh, uh keep educating themselves you know like building their social media platforms it's it's not a, like amazon it's not the magic you know it's just a simple marketplace where other uh, clients doing checkout of different products and you can gain this uh, ability to uh, like you can gain social media uh, presence you can gain uh, blogs you can you can do a lot of different things so yeah so uh, for me like to 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 launch good products I think one of the biggest things it's uh, it's a mar margin level so mm -hmm. like I have to buy let's say for two dollars and sell for 20. So this way it will allow me to uh, 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 to make enough, you know, like with a, with a good ROI. Uh, but the, but the, I think one of the biggest thing that I, I also count is like how much is going to cost me to discontinue this product. So right. I'm not only, I'm not looking at uh, like how much money I make, I will make. It, it's kind of it comes within calculations here. Yeah? Right. One of the biggest thing that I calculate, it's what I need to do. To discontinue it you know to to lose as, as less as i can you know like so for instance if, if i launch in something like this you know like like, like uh, uh whatever stickers you know like okay right. if i buy yeah if i if i buy let's say for for a dollar and if i see the average market goes for 19.99 and then i check okay what is the the minimum price someone sells somewhere there on the second or third page let's say they sell for 15.99 and if I buy this for one dollar, I can discontinue this at six ninety nine without losing a dime. So this is like one of the biggest calculation I usually do, and how long it will me it will take me. So I think, guys, yeah, you 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 have to all. I mean, like, you know, like there's always like there's some saying no plan B, you know, like thing. But um, I always have plan B. <laughs> this, <laughs> That's good. This is something that makes me uh, sustain longer in the business. I saw so many attacks in the past uh, on my products and, uh, and the companies, you know. And, you know, like every time that there is like some uh, nasty player comes and it may happen to you guys, um, you have to know one thing. Just keep continue working, you know. Keep continue working, building your business, engage with your customers. And um, this will help you to, to sustain and, and make money, you know. Like, and these things is temporary. People who relies on a on a black hat and short term strategies, they don't stay long. So usually it's like three, four, six months, and then they disappear. So um, I saw this many, many times for the last like seven, eight years. So stay consistent and just keep doing. Like put in the work and you know try to you know bird it or like shutter the wave or whatever if someone's attacking you i think there's an interesting question that came in actually i'll throw it up on the screen from brennan uh, one of our listeners it says on facebook what is the number one mistake that people make when they want to make money on amazon is that something consistently that you see across the board that's stands out in your mind dima yeah yeah uh i'm saying like one of the biggest uh, like for 
there's two there's two different uh, ways you know like also uh right. for, we can answer this question for the beginner for someone who just started in the business or have only like few products or someone like at my level uh like what our top top mistakes and there's a different right. mistake we guys make you know like and they cost different amount of money but what, well, let's what go into the beginner first oh yeah go ahead yeah. like um I can tell you this way, like when we're talking about different level of money, uh, think about percentages, you know, if if you join just the market and you lose $1,000 with your first investment, it's like losing for me $100,000 when I invest in a wrong uh, launched product. And, you know, like $100,000 feels a lot uh, uh, for you. Like you feel like, hey, he has, a, he has a budget. He can outbid any competition. It's not, you know, like sometimes it's just like, there was not enough magic <laughs> so and uh, and yeah and things happen so we, we, we guys we, we're the same guys where every day every day we're grinding we're working we're putting the same amount of hours and and focus to to overcome these obstacles so for the beginners i think uh, number one mistake they don't calculate financial part properly and uh, and also it comes with this it's uh uh, this they simply rely too much on Amazon. They kind of they think if they will come and they will give away 100 units, the automatically sales will come, but they may not. <laughs> right. So, or let's say you need to sustain for the next 21 day with the PPC targeting specific keywords uh, on exact campaign. Um, like maybe it doesn't sound like right for the beginner, but I'm just saying like you started right. The and you need to uh, spend 150 dollars a day for the next 20 days it's like uh, uh close to four or five thousand dollars you know it's um sometimes uh, you get nervous <laughs> because exactly the result only there and after 21 day not here and you want to make sure you're doing things right so yeah like so maybe uh, take yeah yeah go ahead yeah financial fi financial like look uh some people also they go for the product uh they goes like a so demanded product and so much competition and they think okay i'm gonna change the color of the product and everybody will like my product and they're gonna buy my product um it it may not happen <laughs> so <laughs> um uh, also I, I i suggest they don't do proper research like for example do they just they they went to some tools like uh let's say helium 10 or jungle scout or wire launch and they uh, did proper like they did simple product research or whatever they follow somebody course uh on doing product research and they've done this and they they feel like they they, they research proper product pro, pro, proper product but they never buy their competition products like it's your future competitor you need to understand who you're gonna deal with like uh it's it's so essential you have to buy all these products you have to take like if i will turn my camera you will see how many products they're laying down i was gonna say so you're probably buying your yeah whoever like if you said with those the sticky notes you're buying your competition like your top page one competition just to see what they're doing so you can get a feel of like how can i differentiate how can i be better than them is that what you're talking about ryan this is the fastest way to learn like i'm telling that's, you, that's smart no one talks about that or at least yeah. i don't hear people talking about that enough i can tell you like from my personal experience from all the courses that i've been i i was paying five thousand ten thousand like uh the biggest i, I paid seventy five thousand for a course i'm telling you there's not a single course that will teach you faster than you yourself buying other people products you breaking down their strategy you will see all inserts stickers sms strategies like nobody gonna share with you this you know like but they right here right on the front of your nose 
<laughs> and you're not utilizing this by just going and simply simply start to check out uh, uh buying this and adding this uh, uh products into the your um uh, amazon checkout and just buy them look at them you can always return them you don't have to keep them <laughs> it's, it's a simple thing no, like, can... i don't <laughs> so I was going to say, you can have the return rate go up a, a little percentage point or, or whatnot, just for whatever reason, after you keep it around. So that's smart. I, I never think about like, obviously like have a tangible good. Like I've heard of like black hat strategies of they go on discount and you buy their inventory and resell it. I say black hat people do that. Um, but the way to know your competition is to get it in your hand, feel it, touch it, see the packaging and really kind of like differentiate from there. Like, Hey, this one has like great packaging, but lacks in quality of products. B and like nowhere, like almost on a whiteboard, just break down like this is where we can differentiate. And, it, and then like you said, the follow-up marketing, if they had an answer, yes, if they didn't or not, that's cool that you can almost build out like a sheet of like check marks of what's being successful. And if they follow these different essentially tactics, like how you can like step in and say, I can do this better than them and so on and so forth. And then if it's a viable product after going through everything. Interesting. Right. Like, uh, um, look, I, what I what I can tell you, we are super ethical company. Like, uh, this is what like comes in me. Like, look, you have to build a list of principles that you will always follow when, when the hard times will come. Uh, because look, I, I used to have a lot of partners, like a business partners. And I can tell mm -hmm. you, I've so so many times people, um, people cannot sustain like, when, when, imagine like some like, I have one partner who was building a crazy good, good business. You know, like in first year we did 2.5 million in sales from only $5,000 initial investment. And it was a great company. We was building and was everything uh, looked bright for us. We was launching products. And then we start to get massive competition attack. Yep. It, it, you know, like, uh, it, it kind of destroy him a bit, you know, like he, he kind of start to be stressful, like, uh, didn't show up at work, you know, like, and, uh, you know, like, um, uh, I, I'm not trying to judge him, you know, it's, it's okay. You know, like, uh, tough times may come, you know, and probably they will come in any business. You it's based how you're going to face them. So, and, um, uh, I, I buy out his, uh, his part, you know, like, and I rebuild entire company. Everything was good, you know, like after that, but I can tell like, um, uh, if you will build a list of principles that you can follow, like for instance, me, myself, I never attack a single competition. I never left a single negative review or I was never trying to uh, increase, like um, you just mentioned this, you know, like- I'm Return sure, rate. Uh, yeah, like uh, it was not intentional, you know, like you say, like increase their uh, refund rate percentage. Like I know we can be better at other aspects of the business, you know, like we, we right. don't need to look at competition. We only can learn from the best, but, learning from the best and uh, implementing best strategies on the market it's not bad you know like it's it's actually right. great you're doing this for your business so drives competition yeah exactly or it drives yeah. more people to innovate and grow just like just like in software in general like i feel like that's where people they're first in market but people are like i need to innovate on this because of it doesn't have xyz i can build it better um and those tools too maybe that's an easy segue into Celerize and how what you guys are doing with your software like look at me I, i've been doing this a while i can segue myself what's, what's kind of like maybe that that one thing that made you want to build the software oh um i can tell like look uh, this is how it happened like about a few years ago i got my first uh, project manager he was a, a big team lead in a company who was doing uh softwares 
and by that time we was having like over 300 SKUs and it was very difficult to monitor because all of all of the SKUs was uh, uh, sometimes attacked by competition or Amazon just doing stupid mistake and remove your product for some for no reason <laughs> you, you know like you guys know better like I don't need to explain you like and be like kind of like a um, it's not on Amazon it's not the, like a sunshine and easy to, to run business you know like uh, I, I like my 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 favorite saying it's like when people ask me like hey how much money you make uh, like uh, this and that you know like and I uh, and like how easy is to run this business I always say like let's let's try to pretend it's a passive income which is like completely not it's an active business that you have to run on a daily operations and this is what happened with the with the sellerize we realized we need to build something there was not <coughs> solutions on the market that you have you need to monitor your listings consistently and this is how we build sellerize right now like when i was building on sellerize i was trying to make a unique solutions on the market that doesn't exist like somebody was asking me before like hey dima your sellerize missing keyword uh, tracker like you cannot track it. i was saying like guys if you want to track keywords go to helium 10 you know like it's or 10 other different companies yeah exactly. or another different company I'm, I'm not i'm not trying to convince you that my tool are the best yeah we have keyword tracker right now guys so please stay with us and <laughs> <laughs> if you really want keyword tracker we got it yeah exactly uh, yeah we got it yeah like uh, of course we, we listen we listen to our customers and we, we try to improve different things but basically Cellarize was built as a as a system that i was um in need that something that was missing on the market like we have we have a shipment optimizer we have a review dashboard that analyzes like all your common keywords and it's like it's very like advanced and very cool stuff but um, also we hire a beautiful designer katerina from russia and she made a beautiful ux design that makes it easy to use so we was trying to hit two goals one it's to build a unique set of tools that nobody has on the market and the second was trying to build something that easy to utilize and easy to use so you don't need hours and hours and hours of tutorials uh to learn how to like click here or there or like why i just need this so that yeah was our you give them a ferrari but with the ease of you know like a, a really simple honda accord or something like that you you give them the tools and something that you can go quickly and effectively but you give it with ease and use uh, with your tools. That's awesome. That's congratulations on that. How long has Sellerize been like on the market? Like in terms of the competition, like when you guys were public, how long has that been kind of like your new uh, focus? Like I would say like, it's, it's a lot of focus to build out a software set of tools. Yeah. What's that been like? Uh, soon we're going to hit one year. I think we opened uh, last year, April. So okay. as soon as pandemic, uh, pandemic, I call them a pandemic baby, like <laughs> something that emerges yeah. from the pandemic. Yeah, exactly. I think we start to gain some traction in April and then May uh, uh, we become a, like a very popular on the market and people start to sign up and we get profitable. So in just less than one month, we become profitable in the company, which is like amazing achievement wow. for us. So, yeah, but it took us a few years to build uh, a solid tool uh, with the many features and we keep continuing adding right now. We, we we cover in uh, North America as where as my all marketplaces stays. Generally speaking, we move in directions of my company. So uh, it's uh, Canada, it's uh, uh, USA and Mexico. By the way, guys, Canada is just amazing market. It just, it's simply amazing. So you're one of the few people I hear that really touts Canada. I, I like Canada in terms of a marketplace growth opportunity, but Leo, I want to hear your, uh, your insights, Dima, on this. 
so my, my biggest insight that I can give you guys, like if you have a like if you have a bad product, like oh let's say not a five star product, uh, basically it's better to skip Canada because Canadian guys for some reason they so honest and they leave reviews by themselves. They they you don't need to we actually don't have any strategies of reviews in Canada and like uh, products that like stays for like six eight months they have around one thousand reviews which is a lot you know like people just live and reuse themselves uh maybe maybe it's with the help of our review requester but uh, i'm just saying uh generally speaking uh in usa you have to do way more effort uh to um to achieve this uh, uh to achieve these numbers you know so, right by the way in Celerize, we build amazing review requester that helps to uh to target specific users which is maximize the conversion of your orders towards the reviews. It's not like kind of you you hit the button and everybody gets review request. It's like uh, it's about uh, 12 different filters we use to customize segments of your customers. That's what I'm saying. Uh, this let's say review requester that we have in the Celerize. Sorry, it maybe sounds a bit uh, promotional, but it's uh, fine. I want to hear about it. I'm really I'm really excited about this uh, feature because there's not a single company that have a better uh, review requester than us. So and you know like um, utilizing the best tools in the market for your business it's uh, what a real owner have to do that's my personal vision yeah so what what is it that because amazon has changed its tos in terms of requesting review it's only one one shot basically of a click yeah what is, what is this like filter function is it like repeat customers is it like breaking down per like who's more likely to give you a review or like how quickly you can request it from them what's those differentiating factor factors that you're looking at to like get more reviews also to more quality reviews, but also more quantity reviews as well. Yeah. Like when, when I was focusing on building uh, additional features and segments uh, for the customers, one of the biggest one for, for us was uh, uh, eliminate people who already left you one or three star uh, seller negative seller feedback. So if you're going to hit these people uh, with a the request, then uh, you potentially will get a negative review. The second one was uh, its delay on how many days after you purchase the product because uh, different categories, because I, I told you in the beginning, I'm in different categories and I see how people react differently in different categories on, on reviews and, and other promotional materials. So sometimes some products require more delay than others. So some products is better to hit right away so people don't forget about your product and they live in review. But some products, like let's say in beauty and supplements, you better to have delay like 12 days so people um people can try your product you know sometimes you see the reviews like they left you two, two stars and, and saying like i didn't have a chance to try product yet why are you yeah. like spending time to leave such reviews i i don't know but people or do the this. box looks good haven't tried to use it yet yeah exactly. yeah, yeah 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 so another one a very very good one it's a specific time when we're gonna hit the key customer with this review request it's a it's a specific time let's say you can customize this also. We have uh, two cool features, then one, one called AI time and another one called buy time. So buy time, it's uh, uh, we analyze when customer purchase the product. Let's say they buy it at 5 p.m. So after a certain amount of delay, we're going to hit him specifically at 5 p.m. seven days later. So we assume he is more active at this time. Or yeah. another, another filter we have, we calculate when you receive reviews to your ASIN. And if you receive more reviews at the specific time, we know that at this specific time, probably people more consistency, consistent to leave reviews. So the first filter, it's more ASIN based. And the second right. filter, it's more customer based. 
So it's, uh, you know, like uh, I, I spend a lot of time analyzing and I'm telling you, I'm very technical guy. So every time uh, I produce something as a feature, it, it works awesome, you know, like in terms of like uh, features and additional things. So <laughs> no, that's awesome. What, what, I, we never dived into this before we started. What, what did you do before you were selling on Amazon in the marketplace? Is it has it always been like a technical job or what, what was that background like for you? I was I told you I've I been a uh, pedicab driver. At oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why, why did I miss? Why I missed that like conversation? Where was I when we had this conversation? My God, Petty, oh, sorry. So you're, maybe maybe this was like I assume this. So you were a cab driver before you sold on Amazon, which is like a, more like a not a cab driver but like pedicab, oh, not a cab. bicycle. It's a bicycle oh. with the there in Miami, uh, in Key West, in Key West. Oh, in yeah. Key West. Okay, yeah, I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. So you're uh, just. Sorry, kind of- I forgot because I, I didn't tell you that. I, it was uh, in the morning in a clubhouse, you know, like I have like consistent uh, podcasts. But I already forgot who I like. Uh, times. I, I'm there with you. Yeah. What do, <laughs> where, like, I'm like, where do I leave people off with my stories on, on backgrounds? No, interesting. So you uh, you had a pedicab. Uh, pedicab. Um, was it a business brand yeah. or are you just like yourself or your own entrepreneur? Oh, just myself. Look, um, listen, Ryan, don't think like I'm some like, uh, amazing guy coming from somewhere. I'm a basic guy coming from the village from Ukraine, moved to United States, was trying to look for any job possible. And uh, and one day working at a, at a pedicab, I I just um, uh, found a guy who was a cool, fun, and he was spending money like crazy, was my client on the pedicab. And I asked him, hey, can you show me like, what do you do? He said like, I, I sell products uh, on eBay. And uh, I asked him, listen, I'm, I'm kind of smart guy. Just show me the way and the rest I will figure out. And he invited me to his house in Tampa. I spent like three days. He was showing me how to, how he sell products. He showed me his Porsche. It was awesome, you know? And then um, that's how we start uh, e-commerce business with my wife. So. so you basically just saw a vision. You saw someone's lifestyle and you're like, how do I get there? So if they would have said I'm in retail or if I'm in real estate, you would have probably like gone into retail or real estate, right? Is yeah, that yeah. It, fair it, was, it was just a chance, you know, like look, a few days before this guy, I met another guy who was selling donuts and I went to this guy's house looking how he made donuts. So <laughs> I was looking at I'm, I'm very I, I just basically I'm very entrepreneurial and all my life I never have a, like a, a paid job. So this is probably like what was differentiated like why I came to United States, you know, like because all my life I was just uh, looking for um, uh, projects and uh, jobs where I just not getting salary, but where I'm getting percentage and where I'm like, uh, where's like my efforts uh, directly communicate to the money that I make, you know. So right, like, your effort in time, yeah, your effort and your time and your hard work translates into the amount that you get paid out essentially that yeah that that's the entrepreneur mindset in in a very much of a nutshell so it what what kind of like so with that being said like do you still go back to that same mentor and say like hey look where i'm at now like thank you for the journey that i like is that person a mentor now or what what's kind of that relationship like for that first person who taught you ebay listen uh this guy uh this guy was just amazing guy with a good energy um doing like good money but when i start doing my business um in the first year i had hired almost 40 people to work and um in one year we uh we made like i think 
first year and a half, we made like 1.5 million, which is we like um, we did twice more than him. And he kind of get upset on me for some reason. I don't know. Like he was thinking like I'm kind of cheating the system or like doing something like um, because I I was always on the edge of TOS compliant. So and non TOS compliant strategies. Uh, eight years ago, there was no courses, there was no tools, there was nothing exist. People was just Imagine I paid $12,000 for the event uh, going to amazing in Aruba. And we was talking about like, nobody knows how to set up PPC. Nobody even turned them on. So there was like, there was wow. no PPC. People was not just using it, you know? And I was the only guy who like put my head. I said like, I'm running PPC. This is what I'm doing. This is what I do, you know? And uh, I remember my first event, I went to the amazing, um, you know, there was having like a big event uh, in Las Vegas. Um, yep. I didn't understand 60% of the English because my English was so bad. Like I was just going, trying to connect with people. And every time they have a break, I was running through the room to every seller and asking questions, questions and questions. I was trying to learn and absorb. And they they pull up um, uh, a contest for the best strategy to build a business. And I went on the stage because my 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 strategy was building a multi uh, uh, multi-branded uh, uh, businesses, which means, let's say, if I if I launch the pen and I understand the past, how I launched the pen, why I'm not trying to launch 17 different brands of the same pay, pen and just like um, hold the market with these uh, products and uh, and make just more money, you know, like cover cover more right. real estate of uh, um, of organic searches. Interesting. So yeah, just like almost flooding the market in general just with different brands and companies. So did you win that competition? Uh, I got second place. I got second place. Uh, yeah, yeah. What was the there first, was, uh, what was the first place? Uh, the guy, he was talking about how to, um, he was talking about YouTube influencers. He was talking about the YouTube, but there was a, there was a SMS, um, there was a SMS, uh, um, SMS voting. And who is gonna vote for the Russian guy, you know, like who's just barely speaking English. So <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, it was cool. What, what year was that when you uh, when you did that event? 2013, it was okay. 13. So eight, yeah, eight years ago or so. That's, yeah. I mean, look, and now you can tell people when you go back to that same event here, whenever they have it again, look, look at where I'm at now. And then you just have like, like eight years later. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, that that days, you know, like I was building lots of softwares and like other solutions, you know, like and a few big guys from Amazon um, uh, uh, saw me. We, we get connected there, you know, like and they went to Miami here. They asked me, hey, if, you, if you're going to sell your one of your uh, system that you do, we're going to pay you $50,000 right away, like right here, cash right for you. You know, I said, like, no, I'm going to I'm not going to sell it, you know. I've been I've been young and I've been stupid. I was thinking my strategy, some of my strategies was, will last forever, which is not, guys. If you have some idea now, grind, implement, because in six months this strategy may not work. And uh, I can tell you from eight years' experience, it will be always up and downs, but you will always figure out a new thing to work. And that's. Um, but now. I can get to the basics and then explain to the audience what they need to focus to make sure they sustain longer. In addition, because you need to have foundation, you need to have foundation in your business. And on top of this, you can add this, all this fancy, like Amazon live things and Amazon posts, you know, uh, this is not something that will, will kind of, uh, make a big difference in your business for some people. Yes. Uh, but the majority of the people, when they're looking for the magical pill, 
it's when they realize and after a few years it's something that they need to skip so <laughs> they need to absolutely yeah so Dima, before we uh have to like uh sign off today what's the one thing that you're looking forward to in amazon like what's the thing you're keeping your eye on in terms of like growing your exp uh growing your audience or just growing your you know market share um online and or is it a different marketplace or how you're you know your presence how are you growing that what, what's the thing you're looking at right now or keeping an eye on launch more products <laughs> uh increase conversion consistently and uh try to uh to bring as much as possible profitable paid traffic so this okay. is three things that you guys need to to be focused on build more products watch for your conversions and find the more as much as you can ways of bringing profitable paid traffic so that's so it's just different forms of traffic driving them to your amazon listing or your organic uh listing on your own branded site that's what you're saying because look uh uh trying to scale free traffic would be more complex than trying to scale paid traffic because paid traffic uh directly correlates to amount of money you spend uh free traffic it takes a lot of time and effort to build that but eventually it will pay off awesome well uh what for people well i i i i have like there's just so much more questions but i know for sake of time and your uh time as well what if people want to learn more information or if they want to ask more questions where's the best way for them to reach out to you or get in touch with you um your team however they can get in contact with you listen uh follow me on facebook and instagram that's the the best channels to reach out to me directly and um yeah i always keep an eye on every message you know like uh, all like pending requests i always look at them and also it's always cool guys to communicate and help you and i love to help everybody who whoever worked with me they know how much i love to help sometimes i get busy but i always guys getting back and trying to help you as much as i can also the last thing that i want to add guys yeah sure if, if you know a good talented people who love to join team like mine i always love to talk to you guys put referrals guys i love to see this uh, e-commerce directors marketing directors copywriters uh programmers you know like we love guys for you to join our ecosystem and I'm telling you, working with us, it's just so much fun. And uh, yeah, and uh, you will have a bright future, you know, with our company as well. Team Getaways in Miami Beach, Florida. Look at that. Yep. <laughs> yeah, when everyone obviously can travel and, and get to you. But you have events coming up. You have so much content coming up. You have new solutions on you know, I'm I'm very excited for you and see your growth of what your company's doing. But Dima, thank you so much for hopping on our show today. Um, I appreciate just the insights and the content you're able to drop. So again, follow Dima on Facebook. Those are all in our show notes, everyone. Um, follow him on Facebook and Instagram as well and as Sellerize. That website will be located in the description below. Dima, thanks so much for hopping on today. Thank you, guys. Have a good day. Awesome. Thank you. And then for everyone who's watching on Crossover Commerce Live, if this is your first time or it's your 67th and watched us every single episode, thanks for tuning in live. Again, we go live four to five times per week on LinkedIn, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, YouTube, and on Twitter. Go ahead and follow us on Ping Pong Payments. We also have a Crossover Commerce Facebook page. Make sure you follow that as well for the up and coming episodes that are going to be released again this week is action-packed tomorrow we'll be having on Stephen pub with my amazon guy on wednesday we're going to be talking with tyler jeffco of seller accountants um talking a little bit about um, velocity versus profitability and then also on friday we're going to 
kind of round out this week with a um, an entrepreneur, but also a business owner, Jeff Mindenbach of uh, No uh, No Limit Creatives. He owns a business of 250 plus all remote employees, and he's managing it from his home and growing that e-commerce slash uh, graphic design business to a whole new level. I think he's fantastic what he's doing over there. So make sure you tune in and check those live episodes out. I'm Ryan Kramer for Dima uh, at Silverize. Thanks for joining us today on Crossover Commerce. We'll catch you guys next time on the next episode. Uh, but until then, stay safe and keep business going.